1: On a Friday morning into the afternoon, as always, we thank you for taking the time to listen. And, folks, you got options to listen all the time, absolutely free. No matter where you are in the world, you've got the fan app, and that is driven you by Beaver Toyota of Coming and Beaver Direct, the quickest and easiest way to shop for a car online. You've also got 680thefan.com. You got the podcast park. You just heard Buck Ballou talking about the conversation that he had with Cole Kublick. From the SEC Network, that is up there, brought to you by Associated Credit Union. Follow along via the X platform, why don't you, at Road Dog 680, at DT 680, at Chris Domino at Cellini Nick at 680, The Fan. And today, I don't know if you know this or not, Chris, it's National Popcorn Day. So, it's a simple question. Popcorn can be considered a snack. Mm -hmm. What is your go-to snack? Now, I I know that you're not going to answer this question because you don't see things as snacks. Like almonds could be considered a snack, but you say they're not a snack. Almonds just are. Yeah, they're,
2: they're That's just your th- logic. Right, they're just a thing. I mean, be careful when you tell me that something is a snack.
1: Everybody's got an opinion about... Like a about sandwich everything. can't be a snack. That's a meal. It's not a snack.
2: Here's what I kind of believe. Now, again, I'm just spitballing on this one. If you have to make something, you're out of the snack game. Snack is grab and go. Snack is... I shouldn't have to... Nothing should have to go in the dishwasher making a sandwich. There goes the knife. So maybe that's why plate.
1: You, you made a face when I said popcorn's a snack. You have to make popcorn.
2: Sort of feels that way, but you can get it in a bag. My only point is this. If, you, if, you, if you're thinking about it, it's like a Hall of Famer. Like
1: pretzels night. are a snack. You're a big pretzel guy, so oh, that pretzel. would be your go-to snack. I can consider
2: pretzels a meal. Yeah, well, that's true, knowing Depends you. The time of the day and how many you want to eat. My point is, it's like a Hall of Famer. You just know it when you know it. It's like indecency. I know it when I see it. Gotcha. I just feel if you have to think about the snack category, you're out of the snack Someone category. Someone
1: said uh, whole wheat bread is a snack. I don't consider that. Now, to each his own, that's not a snack. Bread can't be a snack. It's a little bit much.
3: I, I will say I think that person might have been pulling both your
1: leg and my leg.
0: Well, Maybe. what about
3: those, like, rice crisp things that you eat? Is that a snack? Yeah, that's, that's a snack. That's kind of like a bread if Yeah, you just put all that on bread. You know, there's a big
1: difference between rice cakes and bread. I need to sit you down and educate you. I kind of agree with that. why him. I have rice cakes.
2: I kind of agree. Now, I don't really Rice
1: eat. cakes with the peanut butter and apple butter, that, that's
2: a snack. Nope, you had to make it. Put had, that on bread. That, that knife... That's the same thing. That knife went into a dishwasher. <laughs> Not the same. You're out of the snack category. I'm just telling you. Again, if you have to think about it, it ain't a snack. Like so a Hall of Famer. If you're thinking about Gary Sheffield, is he... he this, this apparently man.
1: turned into more of a debate than I thought it was going to be as Adam throws me the curveball. Maybe you have a point. Maybe I'm eating a meal at 10 o'clock as I'm driving in every day. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, You're closer to. I would would certainly say it it leans towards meal. Well, I agree both of them are snacks. So I'm not saying it's a meal, but I'm just saying you put that on bread, it's also a
1: snack. Yeah, but when we're in a restaurant, you eat two meals and you consider one of those meals a snack. So I have to, all due respect, consider the source.
2: He is the king of two lunches. I applaud him for that. I I love this when you're with somebody, and and Adam, I will say that, When somebody has to look at the menu twice over a a three-and-a-half, four-hour period,
1: can I get a menu again, please? You double back. You're a professional. Whoa. That's one of those don't-try-this-at-home deals.
2: Whoa. He's even telling you that I'm going to think about it after I've had my
3: first meal. I've reined it in. Thank you guys very much. I did not have a single donut that intern Kate brought yesterday. That is
1: shocking because the first question I asked was how many in are you? When I came in, and I said zero.
2: I asked Cullen Madden, who will be on in the afternoon show in some form or fashion later on today. I said, "How many do you have?" None. He said, "He's doing keto."
1: I said, "Oh God." See, here's the problem: you do these diets, you're going to go back to how you ate before, and you're going to gain all the weight back. Well, I just—it has to be a lifestyle change, Chris.
2: It's a donut.
1: Ah, oh, the piece of paper says I can't have one, but it's a slippery slope, Chris. All right. Once you have one, then you have more. Anyway, this is the type of stuff you've heard. We've been together for 27 years. We are Domino and Cellini. You brought up Chuck and Chernoff. They've been together for 20-plus years as well. They will take you home. you got the locker room in the morning. you got Buck Baloo preceding us from 10 to 11 Monday through Friday. We are the fan, and we thank you for listening.
2: I feel reinvigorated in a lot of ways in this regard. Man, I did a lot of thinking over the last couple of days about what's going on in the NFL and coaching carousels and portals. You've some time to reassess? I, no, I, I just have... I've gotten diligent again about writing in my book. I send texts to myself. I, I could show you that 410 this morning, I sent three different texts to myself.
1: Yeah, that's what, uh, that's what everyday people do.
2: It doesn't matter what everyday people do. I'm just telling you that every once in a while, you sort of get, whoa, this is really more interesting than I maybe thought it was going to be. You're on a
1: creative role right
2: now. I feel, yes, I, I feel like I don't have writer's block right now. Um, I'll share some of them later, but I do think, I'm not kidding, whether it's the pain meds, whether it's the pain itself. Something has sort of been triggered. Maybe it's the new year. Uh, maybe it's the idea that a guy with six rings could end up in the city. I've done math, by the way. Want to hear it? I was going to save this, but I'm going to do it now. No, go
1: ahead. Because we are all assuming that after the second interview this weekend with the Falcons, Bill Belichick is going to be the next okay. head coach.
2: I'm going to tell you where that might not be totally okay. true.
1: So if you want to, leave- I, I hope you're right in that regard because I I don't feel good about Bill Belichick becoming the coach because. You're hiring a guy that literally nobody else wanted. But go ahead, Chris, okay. with the math.
2: So there seems to be, a, there's no fence sitting. He's become Duke basketball, the Lakers, uh, Notre Dame football. We say this, there are certain, there's only a certain amount of people that you go, oh, no, 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 I'm either here or I'm here. Could you talk me into something else? Nope. You can talk to your balloon in your face. I'm not changing my opinion. Bill Belichick seems to be that now with the Atlanta Falcons. I'm the guy, and I don't want to bring this up again in this regard. I'm the guy who says, roll the dice. You want to tell me you hired this guy, I'm going to tell you why I like it or don't like it, but I'm not, I'm not here. Go ask Arthur Blank. I'm not here to tell you if it's a good hire or not, or it's going to work. It's going to work tomorrow. It's going to work in two years. It's going to work in five years. That's
1: ridiculous. Nobody can tell you. For you can one, offer an opinion, but you, right. don't, you don't know. I, I get what you're saying, but for my opinion to, right for, now is I am not comfortable okay. with this hire. For one
2: to 100 reasons, it could work or not work. That's the reality of hiring a head coach. That's it. I'm sorry. But here, here are the numbers that I did. Hawks, 18 coaches. Falcons, 18 coaches. Braves, 18 or 19. It was a little bit of an interim. I didn't count Ted Turner. You want to throw the Thrashers? Five. You know what that means? 54 or 55 coaches or managers. Two titles. You throw throwing the Thrashers, 59, 60. It's the same two titles. Bill Belichick is walking in with three times as many titles. Him singularly than 60 coaches in this town coaches managers i'm not even into the general managers and the guys who run the things so i'm not dumb that's the greatest resume to perhaps ever planted here i'm going to tell you why it might not happen we'll do that over the course of the show i want you to think about that he has three times as many singularly as every coach who's ever coached a major sport yeah, in this town
1: i cannot argue that the resume is beyond impressive but he's not that guy any longer that would be the flip side to Watson? the argument who else wants him? I don't think anybody wanted him. Yeah,
2: I don't want to be hired as a fallback. I'll take it because again, it's either going to work or not work. I have no idea. I have an opinion on it. Mike Smith was the third, fourth choice. What is he? The winningest coach yeah. in Falcons history. That worked
1: out. And so, you didn't want him initially, and nobody—I remember—I I shouldn't say nobody, but there was a strong majority of people saying, "Who's this guy?" No doubt, when he got the job, it was a scramble to find this out a little the more coach? about him. Head
2: coach, and and because he never really said anything. And with all due respect, I love the man, but he never said anything of note when he was the head coach. He certainly never said anything of note when he wasn't a head coach. So people were scrambling, trying to find, and the name, Mike Smith. There were like nine, you Google Mike Smith,
1: 9,000 things will come up. Nondescript across the board. So I'm not a fan of Belichick getting the job. Thomas Dimitrov, though, our friend and former GM, seems to support the move should it happen.
3: Bill added an average of 1.5 points per game above his talent including brady from 2000 to 2023 number one in the history of the league this guy is on the top of his game still i know people want to claim the bill that tom brady and tom's great he's going into wherever he goes he i believe is the man out there that can help bring an organization to win a super bowl in the next three or four years over anyone i'm not saying others can't but this is a man that you need to do that and if you're an organization that are looking now and not looking to spend time to build and grow into a situation. I mean, he's that
2: guy for you. I, I hope he's right. I've spoken to Thomas Dimitrov a few times in the last couple of weeks. If Bill Belichick gets hired, Thomas is going to come on. We've already talked about that. He'll come on and he'll talk about what he knows about Arthur and Bill and everything else. I made some suppositions to Thomas Dimitrov, and I'm going to talk about these again. Why it could work, why it might not work. But if that was the case, if you really, and I've, I've told Thomas this, if you really believe that, then the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones should have fired McCarthy and went all in and wooed him, wooed him, like the old-fashioned wooing that people used to do. How do I win you over? I love you. You don't love me yet, but I'm going to get you to love me. Philadelphia should have, should have fired Sirianni. Now, maybe that tells you that everybody knows it's a done deal. I'm not firing McCarthy. I'm not getting Belichick. Maybe you didn't want him. I'm not firing Sirianni. Oh, the Falcons got him. We don't. Maybe you didn't want him. Why isn't, why isn't Los Angeles in? Why isn't Vegas in? Why didn't the Chicago Bears say, yeah, we're firing that guy. We're going after Bill Belichick. I think that tells you all you need to know. I don't think anybody wanted him. It's crazy. In a five-year window, what's happened? It's not just the losses. It's just the what do I have to put up with? And now the the grandiose thing is, you know what Bill's going to do? He might not be here forever, but he's going to lay the groundwork for the next guy to take it over. Oh, yeah, that works. Because I've seen that work so many times. Well, he seems
1: like that type of guy, too, that's going to think about the next guy. He doesn't worry about himself. He's a real giver, that Bill Belichick. That's the reputation that he's had over the years. That's what I've gleaned from Bill Belichick.
2: If you're writing the column, and God bless you, it's your opinion, if you're writing the column, here's the other benefit you get with Bill Belichick. He'll groom the next guy.
1: And nobody should think
2: that way. By the way, way, how's that gone? What's his tree done? Like, that's the dumbest thing ever. His tree's dead. I got to worry about this year, one year at a time, no matter who it is. Now, you know that song by Carrie Underwood? I talked about it the other day. The guy who wrote it, he's going to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Jesus, take the wheel. You know what I'm thinking now when it comes to any hire like this? Vince Lombardi, take the wheel.
1: Because I'm going to need some divine intervention. The spirit of Vince Lombardi. Yeah. Now, Kirk Cousins is one of those names that people have been talking about. If Bill Belichick gets the job, could he be the next quarterback? When we come back, we're going to hear from Kirk Cousins and find out what he did indeed have to say about the possibility for, if not playing for the Falcons, playing for Bill Belichick. Okay,
2: I flip a coin. Here's what Kirk Cousins said about the Falcons. I can flip the coin over and tell you what he also said about
1: the Minnesota Vikings. Again, we'll get to that when we come back. In the meantime, let's hit the bongos. What else is coming up? Well, the bongos mean headlines, and the headlines are brought to you by DaCo Systems Heating and Air. For your HVAC repair, contact locally owned Dayco Systems at daycosystems.com, keeping Atlanta comfortable one home at a time. It looks like Arthur Blank has lost another battle to Jerry Jones this time. That story comes your way at 11.50. It could be the final worry for the Braves. We'll talk some baseball a little past noon, and so much for Mike Tomlin taking the year off. Back to the NFL we go around 12.20. When we come back, we'll hear from Kirk Cousins and a shocking move made by a man with local ties, and now I think more ways than one as we go on campus next as well. It's Domino and Cellini. It's the fan, 680
3: and 93.7 FM.
1: For my money, nothing beats a good wrestling contract signing ceremony. Eleven nineteen, Domino Cellini, the fans, six eighty and ninety-three seven FM a Friday morning and the afternoon. Remember, be it Roman Reigns or anybody else, if they join us, they join us via the Hobson and Hobson newsmaker line. Are you brave enough to take that first step? If you are, consult the fine divorce attorneys at Hobson and Hobson at areyoubraveenough.com Are uh, wrestling contracts even real? Um, I think behind the scenes they may be, but I will tell you this the funniest thing that i have seen when you talk about subtle was years ago when magnum ta down here Mm -hmm. at georgia championship wrestling was signing a contract to wrestle nikita koloff and uncle ivan was sitting at the table with him and they brought out the contract and ivan started reading the contract like he was an attorney yes this looks good Uh yes
2: perfect because by the way who knows what was written on there (laughs) probably gibberish nothing that would make it a real contract
1: back in the old days it was a craft like stuff Mm -hmm. like that you just you you did that on your own nobody told you you have to follow a script now and everything else it was just a little bit different back then
2: well again there's good mic men there's bad mic men and when we put it in your hand and a couple of times if you're bad at it enough we got to take it out of you yeah just stand there look pretty please
1: please just go do more steroids and get bigger one time roman reigns lost his place in the ring and john cena went come on big dog Get your thoughts back. Well, it's called the, the promo. Yeah, it's like... The, I'm waiting.
2: Take two, but except we're doing it live. Like, the ultimate warrior. I don't listen. I know enough about the game to know enough about the game. There
1: was a guy that really mentally... Yeah. Stable fella.
2: Yeah. And and really, really good with, oh, wait, no. Just go do more steroids and, and just stand there.
1: There's nothing he did well. He looked good. That was about sure it. Anyway, we'll go on campus momentarily. Wanted to get back to Kirk Cousins. We're all assuming that a veteran quarterback would come in if Bill Belichick, as expected... Gets the job early next week, Monday or Tuesday. They'd have the press conference, and hopefully we'll be able to get out there.
2: Now, listen, be careful when you throw around this Monday or Tuesday. Terry Fontenot hasn't gotten back to me after reading the twenty-five pages of rules. Oh, so wait, he's reading a contract. Oh, wait, right I, now. yeah, I have all the rules on one page. I don't know what Terry Fontenot has. He must have a magic twenty-four pages, or <laughs> they just gave him gibberish and sent him off to a corner.
1: Now everybody is talking about Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins first and foremost said his preference would be to stay in Minnesota. He I sure hope remain so with the Vikings.
2: We'll have to see how it all plays out. I think this league, if I've learned anything in my 12 years, it's that a lot of curveballs get thrown and it's hard to predict what happens next month. This injury taught me that too.
1: So, he said that and then when asked about Bill Belichick, Kirk Cousins had this to say.
3: Yeah, great respect for him as a coach, like everyone else in pro football. I mean, if you go to that many Super Bowls, win that many Super Bowls, go to that many conference championship games, have the defensive production that he's had for years and years, it says it all. We played him last year on Thanksgiving night. And once again, I I noticed several times what he did coverage wise was challenging and it was different. You always know when you play him that you're kind of looking over your shoulder wondering if what you're seeing is correct because you know he usually is going to break the mold and do something different and uh that's part of what has made him a great coach seems like a
2: very nice man not a good stick man now again this is all contract negotiations whether minnesota wants to coming off an achilles march 13th is the day something could get done i guess before that but he's officially who wants me on march 13th and there'd be no reason it would behoove him not to say anything, oh, Belichick, geez, she was going on in the England last few Be years. Be very
1: diplomatic at this point if you're Kirk Cousins, who I think in the offseason still lives in town.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, yes. I believe his wife is from here. And, and they, they were building another
1: and, house, and I right. think in the summertime he was living in his in-law's basement That's in correct. Johns Creek.
2: That's correct. It's a great story. He seems like a really decent guy. So he
1: could stay in his in-law's Basement suite. Mm-hmm. As he plays for the Falcons, right. save some more money.
2: So I might have a seventy-two-year-old head coach, a thirty-six-year-old quarterback with one bum leg.
1: Eh. He did tear his Achilles. I don't want to think. Week eight.
2: Please don't make me think of it that way. I don't want to start doing the math on that stuff. Seventy-two, thirty-six, bad Achilles. Eh. I don't want to get down on
1: Well, we're going to have to if this is going to be the case, and it starts with Belichick. Anyway, here is, uh, speaking to Belichick Cousins, on the possibility of playing for Bill Belichick.
3: I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to play with uh, your Hall of Fame coach, but we'll have to see where March leads. It's just a lot of unknowns right now.
2: Mm. Okay. He's right. Now, are there things, wink-winks? Are there, uh, we're good, pfft, we're good, side and of course. I guess it would be called tampering, so you don't want to get caught. Don't send an email. Don't do that. Don't have a paper trail. But it almost feels to me like this Bill Belichick thing. It was such an easy dot to connect that I'll play the field. I might be really ended up wrong on that. Maybe this was as simple as Arthur Blank when he got mad at me. As a matter of fact, it's not a crapshoot. I'm, I'm happy he didn't get himself in trouble by saying, because I'm going to hire Bill Belichick. What do you think of that?
1: It certainly seems like that was the guy he well, had that in mind for that a long time.
2: That would have flown in the face of the Rooney Rule and everything else that they make you do in terms of how you, again, 25 pages that Terry Fontenot's still going over. I wonder if he has to write a synopsis. Is that like a homework assignment? All right, Terry, I'm going to give you these 25 pages. I'm going to need you to, you know, let me know when you're done, and just write three paragraphs.
1: The story I was told, too, by somebody with the Falcons is that he was, you know, handling the families and doing exit interviews. So you don't have an HR yeah. department? That's Terry Fontenot's job?
2: I have no problem with that day on Monday. The press conference then should be held on Tuesday, That's except what I'm saying. they don't want his chair there occupied by him. Some of the things I was thinking about late last night and early this morning... Wait until you hear about it, because I got some thoughts how Phil Belichick is hired, how this whole thing is going to go. All
1: right, looking forward to that a little bit later on. The uh, Falcons are supposedly going to talk to Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn today, Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator for the Rams tomorrow, and Mike Vrabel. Talk to the Chargers, and there's talk that now the Falcons want to talk to Mike Vrabel as well. They were just waiting for Terry to let him know that it's okay. All right, the last T has been crossed. We can we can get Vrabel now in for a conversation if you want.
2: Maybe it's a whole bunch of smoke screening. Uh, I don't want to use the word dog and pony show. It's a long ass list. I told you if it's not Belichick, and by the way, there could be something that goes wrong, and I absolutely think I know. If it went go wrong,
0: things. would you be
1: surprised if it went wrong at Flowery Branch? No. It wouldn't surprise me in the least. Wrong would be
2: that everybody is convinced you're doing it. I did read one or two people who have hedged their bet tremendously. Oh, so, know, people tell me 50% say it's a done deal. 50% tell me that this power struggle is going to be real. He ain't going there. One
1: guy put that out in a tweet. He just said nothing. Nothing is what you said. Why, today, we know this. There will uh, sure be a lot of sick dogs in Athens. That story in about five minutes.
0: The college football voice of the South is going on campus. Presented by Subaru of Gwinnett on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Or shop online at SubaruofGwinnett.com. So
1: Pete Dammel broke the story from ESPN last night. This one came out of left field. One time Georgia Tech coordinator. One time New England Patriot coordinator. And also Houston Texans and Penn State head coach Bill O'Brien is about set to become the offensive coordinator at the ohio state university ask me why i think that could be happening why do you think that could be happening
2: because ryan day loses to michigan is not one of the 12 bill o'brien back in the big 10 Whoop, there you go right into the captain seat the big boy headset as i like to now say he's going
1: to call the plays i would assume so ryan day listen just about everybody came back a lot of surprising people came back they got a couple of big names in the transfer portal If not now, win for Ryan Day. That's got to be the attitude this year. The one thing
2: that he has going for him, you can now lose to your biggest rival. And by the way, Ohio State, Michigan, it's at the the adult table when it comes to rivalries. If you lose to them, but you're in the 12, you can make up for it by winning a national championship. People will let you off the hook for losing to your rival. Lose to your rival, don't make the 12. You lose to your rival, make the 12, and lose in the first round. He's gone this year. I don't care what his
1: record is, he's gone. You're right. Right. And I,
2: it, could Bill O'Brien have a good enough year in a year where your head coach gets fired, where they go, hey, I somebody did a Penn State, maybe college is for him,
1: right into the captain. And you're shirt. with a guy that worked with Bryce Young, Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady. We know what the resume is for Bill O'Brien, and maybe he is better off coaching at the collegiate level. Yep. Came in and had to handle a messy situation, to say the least, when he became the head coach at Penn State as well. Washington transfer Austin Mack is going to Alabama he was one of the top recruits back in 23, 6-6 so Jalen Milrow is there. As of right now, he's still there, but if he decides to leave, you got a pretty hot recruit that you signed at Washington now coming cross-country to play for Kalen DeBoer.
2: I, I, I think there are people who still believe that Jalen Milrow is going to at least look. Jalen Milrow, what's he worth on the open market? I can't even believe I'm saying it this way because it's not what's a good fit. What's he worth on the open market? Do you know that Deion Sanders said... I'm thinking about it. Do you know what Deion Sanders said to RG3? Walk-ons. Yeah, I have,
1: I have I have some cuts.
2: Yeah, walk-ons, $50,000. So what's Jalen Miller worth on the open market? That's the thing that you have to deal with now as a college coach. I'll throw another one out. Nick Saban, was he... Uh, excuse me, Kirby Smart, was he tampering? Are you allowed to go congratulate a player and tell him how much you like their game?
1: I mean, it's after the game. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. I mean As long as you don't DM him or, you know, send him a text.
2: Oh, so. So we still have rules, huh? We still have rules. We still have rules because in my world with with the NIL and likeness and image and portals and everything else, I think Nick Saban should actually be able to come out and carry a bag and hand it to the young man. Well, I don't I don't believe there's such a thing as tampering anymore. I don't I don't you can't tell me that you can give a kid a bag of cash on Main Street, and tell me there's tampering if you go over and congratulate a kid on being a good player.
1: Also, we talked to Herm Edwards yesterday about a guy he coached at Arizona State, Jaden Daniels, and some mock drafts had Jaden Daniels going to the Falcons at 8. Mel Kuyper Jr. says, au contraire, mon frere. he believes that he is a lock to be a top-five selection, so if the Falcons want him by that rationale, they would have to move up yeah. into the top five.
2: Sure. I'd like to see all the other locks in his uh, incredibly incredibly long list of career uh, achievements when it comes to the NFL draft and how the order is going to come. There are three teams that are certainly in, top three teams, top three picks, that are certainly in the market for a quarterback. Who's going to play the game best to maybe get the most value out of pick one, two, or three? That's part of what a GM does.
1: Now, you brought up Deion Sanders. Was this the RG3 podcast he was on? Yep. And he issues a warning to opposing coaches out there. Give it a listen.
3: Kids have recorded conversations and coaches okay. downing us and selling us out and just talking about us like a dog. And you know, I would be like, right. hey, just call the head coach, look at me, I don't really know you. I wish the best for you, but be careful. I'm not going to put you out there, but just keep my name out your mouth. I've had that conversation.
2: Sorry, it doesn't work that way. Your name is going to fall out of people's mouths.
1: Do you want people to just talk about you with the utmost respect and reverence? It doesn't work that way, no matter who you are in college football how many years in a row did they say nick saban oh, he's retiring kirby he can't keep this where's up what do you think off? is going on around college football right now? where's he get off
2: what they lose eight of their last nine games quiet stop worrying about what other people are saying about you get talent in there and win football games prove that you're a head coach it's look you can say it again i'm dion i'm prime time keep your name you know, my name out of your mouth Uh, No, because quite honestly, you don't want to go to bring up, you lost eight of your last nine. You've told everybody, you don't have a job here. You can come here, but I might boot you in the ass on on the way out the door. So he doesn't get to pick it that way. Worry about actually getting enough talent in to not have the season you had last year. There's another one, by the way. Do we have the other Deion cut? All right, here's Deion Sanders because now he's on a little bit of a roll. He wants to let you know what the world of college football is. They need to just jump in the portal with what they cost. Hey, uh, 100000 here, 50000 here. They 50, 50, 50 get you a walk on these days. <laughs> $50,000 will get you a walk on these days. And I got to worry about a head coach going up to a kid at the end of a football game telling me he thinks he's a good player, and that's tampering. <laughs> it's a joke. There's no such thing as tampering. Throw it out. Deion, I'm sorry. You're going to be negatively recruited. So you know what it's Because
1: everybody is. It's not personal. That's what happens to everybody.
2: You got, a, you got a, a phone in your hand. It can be a weapon. If you don't think at some point some kids, and I believe them, some kids are going in because they want the coach on record. Phone's in their pocket. It's not sitting on a desk. Phone's in the pocket and they're recording it. You're going to call the coach and say, hey, man, you don't know me? Then you've got too much time on your Guess what hands. I'm doing?
1: This guy's so paranoid, he called me. No doubt. And said for me to keep his name out of my mouth. You want to play for a guy that's that paranoid? Have at it. Have a good time.
2: i got kids playing it for me. I don't even know if that's true. I believe the kids are walking in with the record on because they want to be able to say, you offered me or promised me this. You can't back off on that now. Whatever it is, whatever approach you want to take. This guy's not changing the landscape when it comes to negative recruiting. He's delusional. He's delusional. And again, this is why I don't know if he's going to last in that world. I don't know if he's going to say something stupid enough. Everybody, oh, I wish him the best. You wish him the best. That's hilarious. You're not going to call him out because you wish him the best. I ain't buying any of what he's selling. Um, None
1: of it. Cam McCormick is buying the world of being a college football player for a ninth season. That's right. He's returning at Miami for a ninth season, which would be a record. He was tied with Northern Illinois' Kyle Pugh for the longest college football tenure in FBS history. He was a member of the 2016 recruiting class. Other members of that class, names you may recognize to you know, Jalen Hurts. Yep. A.J. Brown, uh-huh. D.K. Metcalf, yep. Derek Brown, hmm. Dexter Lawrence, Ed Oliver, Quentin Williams, and Nick Bosa. And he's still playing college football.
2: Do they still do programs? I don't even know if they do programs anymore. Like, oh, look at this. I'm going to go to the game, and I bought a program. I think you can purchase a program. Still they should put a picture here. of Van Wilder. Ryan Reynolds should be the picture right there when they talk about put him in the uh, in the in the program.
3: I will say at Georgia regular season games those are gone. It's all digital now. You can get them at the postseason bowls, hmm. playoffs, etc.
1: Interesting. The times are changing. Can't have that souvenir program anymore. Can you get them at baseball games? I used to love getting that and keeping score. you can score on the yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. punching they, out the all star ballots and keeping score. They hand you a game day little thing, but it doesn't. It's you ever sit at games and keep score? Nah, I'm I'm actually watching the game. Well, you have to watch the game to keep score as well. Mm. Hey, what, what just how happened? How it works? Oh, is that Well, ground out.
2: Right. That's what happens with most people who are keeping score. Most people. Yeah. What just happened? Oh God, I forgot to go to the next inning, and now I've I've ruined my scorebook. So now I know
3: for a fact that Ben Ingram keeps a scorebook during the game. Are you saying <laughs> he's not paying attention? No, Ben Ingram. L- no, let we should apologize me, to Ben. Right. Let, let me. You, and all of us else. who kept score at games.
1: Yeah. Just like, say I'm sorry, that's so all and we me, move on.
2: Let me tell you the difference. Benningham also gets patent leathered book covers. He has them, he saves them, and they're on a shelf. Like this is historical reference stuff. Nick Trelini going to an Indians game that they're going to lose 9-2 keeping score. Nobody's asking for that.
1: <laughs> so you're saying he's doing it because it's his job. I'm just doing it because I'm, I'm just there. Right. And by the way. And then eventually I get one of those foot long hot dogs exactly. and I, I kind of forgot to keep score. Oh,
2: there's mustard on the scorecard. It's
1: mustard stains, ketchup stains. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what usually happens. And again, I'm all for it. I just want to create more baseball fans. If a kid wants to keep score for three innings and that keeps him sort of into the game, great. Great. Most people are not really doing it very well. Have you ever seen a scorecard where somebody, again, forgot to move one inning over? Yes. Or, God forbid, they go through the lineup. Nine guys, ten guys, eleven guys well, in the that. inning. It's a mess now. Yeah. It's a mess.
1: The two times I had to keep score when my son was playing, the scorekeeper was late. That happened. The inning got turned over. And I, oh, I God.
2: I wasn't really sure what. And they got to change the four to a five now. It was, it was, it's, it's so much stuff.
1: Too much, in fact. Auburn is going to hold its 24 spring football game on April the 6th. So that is the first, I think, real date that we have seen, unless I'm mistaken thus far. Kickoff time isn't set, but it's going to be a day weekend, Chris. April 5th through the 7th. Home games for baseball and softball and men's tennis. Are there going to be jumpies there, too? Some bouncies. The guy with the long arms.
2: dunk tank. Yeah. Funnel cake. Funnel cake Saturday. If you're going to go
1: all out, go all out. I hope uh, no Georgia players had some funnel cakes early this morning because today is the first day of off-season workout so like i said i don't know much but i think you agree with me here what we do know is there's going to be trash cans set up all over athens and a lot of kids are going to be throwing up today because today uh-huh. is the day you get that message across you think you're in shape you're not in shape
2: uh, oh gross. today the day <laughs> uh, i've been on the couch for a couple of months <laughs> <laughs> i said it i heard it I had a guy tell me it was basketball hey oh, yeah, you're in shape you're in high school shape you're not my shape And that's what's going to happen.
1: Scott Sinclair and more than 90 strong. Trash cans are going to be every place in that facility.
2: Well, they're going to try to find out because if you've been there before, they have numbers on you. Don't come in there actually now pushing those numbers. It's supposed to be the arrow keeps pointing up. We're going to give you protein shakes. Got some nice power bars for you. There's some creatine. Don't screw around now. Don't go down in your numbers. If your weight goes up and your lifting goes down, what happens to you? They basically say, okay, I know who you are.
1: Yeah, you're not working. I know who you are. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's why I see these people do CrossFit now. Back in the 80s, that was called the off-season program with the, the heavy ropes and the plyometrics and running with the weighted vests. It wasn't fun for me then, and it certainly wouldn't be fun for me now.
3: You know, more power
1: to you. That's
2: like a club. I, I think that's like the skulls. I think people. I think people just like telling people. Yeah, we got our own little like CrossFit language. Yeah. You know, I've got the biggest ass tire they make, and I just keep flipping it over and over again. It's kind of like your fantasy football team.
1: I don't care. <laughs> to each his own. I don't man. care. Uh, Julian Sain, who was a big recruit at. Alabama, As far as the quarterback position is concerned, he chose Alabama over Georgia and LSU. He has entered the transfer portal. So Kalen DeBoer gets a quarterback and loses a quarterback at the same time. What do you got there in your hands?
2: Department of Justice joins lawsuit over NCAA transfer restrictions.
1: They can't help themselves. They can't themselves. Department the the just. What that is? That's the. So two. they're saying that if you transfer, you should not have to take a year off. That's that's the fight they're fighting. For well, the players. there's a couple other things going. On. But I mean, that's that's the the main argument that they are trying to make.
2: I got a guy who's playing his ninth year of college. Whatever. I mean, do you think there are really rules anymore? That's like again, was Kirby Smart tampering by walking up to a player wearing another uniform at the end of a game? No. I got a guy who's nine years of college football. So where do we draw the line and now say, well, you can't do that? I don't really see much of what you can't do. Well,
1: because nobody's regulating anything at this point. Let's say you put that into law. The NCAA, does it go state to state? It's like NIL. You can, if you're the NCAA, try to regulate anything, but the NIL rules do vary state to state. You can tell a state they can't do that, but if the state allows it, they can do it. You better explain what taxes are to some of these kids. You better understand what, you
2: know, at some point, if you want to unionize, okay, but where's your insurance is coming from? There's a whole lot of things. The NCAA is not equipped. My only point is a lot of this stuff that you don't know about is in DC, which really frightens me as much as the NCAA happening. And that's not a down the hall statement.
1: That's not about extra. That's not about who's in our conservative sports. Uh, not sports talk. Our conservative news talk station. In fact, the only conservative news talk station is down the hall yeah like when we make that reference that's what it means down down the
2: hall hall. you got the Kimmer in the afternoon you got rhino and carlos medina in the morning yeah tug yeah they might talk about the department of justice in a very different way than me i just don't trust them
1: yeah but you don't trust anybody
2: yeah i don't trust the ncaa i don't i don't trust dc what are they gonna
1: get right i think it depends how you were raised right like i say it all the time in the six-block radius that was our neighborhood, if somebody wasn't recognized, because everybody knew everybody, who's this guy? There was immediate distrust.
2: Immediate. I, I, I'm I, not probably supposed to say that. It might be politically incorrect. There are weirdos in the world. Now you so, sound like my father.
1: No, there are weirdos. My father, just hard. If my father didn't understand something, ah, that guy's a weirdo. Hey. Right. There are bums. All right, well, I guess it's the end of the conversation then, Dad.
2: There are people you shouldn't trust. Bums. Flim-flam men. I believe in all those things. I do. And and when you put power into some of their hands, it's just not good. It's just not good. So the, figure it out, D.C.
1: <laughs> figure it out. Best of luck. Uh, Texas coach Rodney Terry the other night took issue as they lost to Central Florida. His basketball team, 77-71 to 71, during the congratulatory handshake line. I guess about six or seven Central Florida players did the uh, horns down as they were going through the line.
2: Did you hear the audio? You don't do that to us. I mean, do regulations in the conference,
1: you can't do that. Well, I mean, technically, it is a penalty, right, if you do the horns down, okay. if you're why? playing Texas. I don't know why, why? <laughs> that I can't answer. You, tell- I think that's what he was referencing. I'll tell you why. <laughs> that's all I'm saying.
2: I'll tell you why, because the Big 12 had somebody go, you oh, know, this is, oh, okay, we'll, we'll regulate that. What are you regulating? People put flaming torches, boom, at midfield. People plant imaginary and real flags, people dig up dirt turf i understand to bring it to their cemetery after they beat you and now we're going to say that this where's my camera this
1: right behind me in front of you
2: okay how disrespectful am i being as long as we're talking about the story i didn't walk
1: in here doing this very classless that's what rodney terry the texas head coach said about the horns down gesture
2: how about you worry about winning the game use your timeouts a little bit better now, if you're a Central Florida kid, you're 20 years old, you again, you're probably half stupid. Oh, look at me. I'm doing this. They won't like it. What did you do? Like, what did you
1: accomplish? I mean, you won the game. Move along. You, for me, it's like, don't don't pour salt into the open wound because you talk about karma all the time. I think that's what you're doing there. You won the game. But you want to regulate putting your fingers downward? Listen, we regulate everything now.
2: It's the way it is. If somebody spit on a player... No doubt about it. Totally disrespectful. This doesn't seem so much to
1: All me. right, when we come back, a small victory for Arthur Blank, but a huge victory for Jerry Jones. It'll all make sense when we come back. I've got the uh, itinerary for next week. Well, looking forward to that as well. It's Domino Ancelini. It's the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.
0: The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth.
4: A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on.
1: Forty-nine, Domino, Cellini, the fan, six eighty, ninety-three-seven FM. Thanks for listening to almost sixty years combined of sports talk radio. That's us, Domino and Cellini. We talk to each other more than we talk to our spouses. Oh, yeah, and that's
2: true. And we hardly talk to each other.
1: That's true as well. But we have to talk to each other in this format. Do you understand Kinda how it
2: works? That. I- I do believe there's a chance you'll be living with me at some point.
1: Yeah. I, I
2: kind of really believe that. We sort of joke about it. I kind of believe it. But there's not a chance I would ever come live with you. No. And it's not that I don't like you and like your wife, but I just think we're different. We're, we're wired differently to go figure out where
3: to
1: Well, I think the way that your house is situated would be better for me as well. But, but I also. I get a lot of nice alone time. <laughs> you're not even going to know I'm there. No. So the
3: pool and the tanning ledge does nothing for you,
1: Domeno?
2: No, no, no! But I'm we have miss
1: that. Don't get me wrong.
2: Can I tell you the park right down the street? Oh, it's a bit. Mm, There's a pool. A, yeah. All right. Good. Beautiful. I can
1: just make my way down the road. I think it has a tanning ledge
2: too. Somebody actually said that to me. He said, "Hey, tell Chalini we got a good. bigger tanning ledge," and he probably has. The point is, where you want to go, figure things out is not the way that I would do it. And, and actually, once you move out, you're not trying to figure anything out. You've made a decision. Yeah. Me, I'd be contemplating too much. There's
1: nothing to contemplate. I've dropped anchor. Where's the gym? <laughs> and what's my best way to get to work? Yeah. And that's pretty that's much it. it.
2: And then you'll go do another, what is it, we're almost 60 years in? Yeah. Do you think we hit
1: 70 combined? Probably. Oh, goodness. If everything works out, unless you know something I don't. Some controversial names will be honored within the National League East. We'll talk some baseball with spring training right around the bend, a little past the uh, top of the hour. It's our X-Platform question of the day brought to you by Harris Cherokee Casino. It's National Popcorn Day. What's your go-to snack? Some of the answers, nutter butter, which I had yesterday after giving blood. I never have Nutter Butters unless I give blood Mm -hmm. at uh, Health South. Also, Oreos mixed nuts. Again, you're saying nuts just are. It's not a snack. You disagree with that. What about the Blue Raspberry Pop-Tart or a Pop-Tart of any kind? Eliminate the flavor. Yeah, it's Grab and Go. Okay, that's a snack. Yeah, it's Grab and Go. And our friend Lex Luger Mm -hmm. um, of wrestling fame says zebra popcorn, if we're going to go with popcorn. Don't know what that is. Popcornopolis is one of their big flavors. It's like chocolate and coffee all mixed together which it's a little too busy for you
2: well you and i will also say that you're such a sort of neatish freak that can you imagine having your hands on something like that and then going sitting down on the couch and my
1: my problem is popcorn in a bag isn't the popcorn that i enjoy i like the fresh popcorn anyway you can add popcorn and then some if you go watch some world cup games in 2026 here in town i guess atlanta is going to learn what level of world cup games they're going to get when fifa unveils the schedule On February the 4th. Now, here's the catch. That's a win for Arthur Blank. But Arthur Blank also wanted the championship game, the World Cup final. It looks like he's not getting that. Jerry Jones, the story is, will be getting the 26th World Cup final. So Arthur, again, close but no cigar. He gets it, but he doesn't get
2: It. I think he also says he wants the uh, women's and men's national team to drop anchor here in Atlanta. They're building. He, look, he's put his money, he's taken it out of his pocket, and he put it into things he believes in. So I got no beef with Arthur Blank in that regard.
1: No, and Atlanta United, we know what they have been doing, and they open the season uh, just around the corner. That's going to happen. I don't the understand. Be how, great at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I don't understand how that season goes either. Uh, that season seems extremely long. And then you play other side tournaments, kind of like guys the play leave the play-in season tournament of the NBA. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, guys are, uh, I don't know, assigned I'm here, and, other, and then they're gone they're on loan. I think to other other teams. What's that do for me?
2: I'm losing my three best players. What? Who does that? Our that, best
1: players at Lee Castle right now. Yeah,
2: that would be like the NFL. All of a sudden, uh, uh, the left tackle of the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, I got to go to Europe for a couple of weeks. And don't listen
1: if you're a soccer fan. Don't add us. You yeah, know, I mean, we're, we're just talking uh, from an ignorant standpoint. That's all. Right. It's just a couple the of, outside looking in. It's just a
2: couple of guys who know nothing about what we're talking about right now. Talking,
1: but that's never stopped us before.
0: Turn off the GPS and let Domino take the wheel. It's a drive around the sports world. Presented by Marietta Toyota. At Marietta Toyota, every new Toyota includes our nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty. Family owned and operated since 1975. Stop in for a test drive or visit MariettaToyota.com. It's better in Marietta. What
2: do you think could still go wrong with Bill Belichick being the Atlanta Falcons head coach? Um, I'm not wishing it. And again, do I think there are better choices out there? I do for so a So how would of he races. not
1: get the job? We all think it's set in stone. Right. If he. He isn't granted everything that he wants across the board. Everything. There
2: is going to be no amb- ambiguity with this Bill Belichick hire. There is not going to be a chance to say, oh, no, no, no. we'll figure that out later. Here's how I think is it, it's going to go. Now, we did hear that Rich McCann and Terry Fontenot were going to be there. Maybe there'll be other people there. Uh, Bill Belichick doesn't want you on his side of the building. It's got to be discussed. Arthur Blank probably is supposed to tell Bill Belichick, hey, Bill, I come down to the sidelines, but I do it to show support. Is there any problem with that? It doesn't have to be a huge deal, but I, but figure it out. When will Terry Fontenot, know if he's the general manager? When will he speak? Does he get one time in August? You're going to figure that I think out. He's
1: going to talk later on this month at the Senior Bowl, okay? Because he's down there in Mobile.
2: I'm telling you that everything could change if Bill Belichick gets the job. We're not going to fly by the seat of our pants. Oh, you work in the personnel in the front office. Uh, you can't come into my gym. That's my gym. That's my players' gym workout area. It's going to be brand new. Rich McKay does a pregame show every day, every Sunday, game day. Rich McKay, that's going to be discussed. Because who talks in Bill Belichick's world? Nobody. Nobody. And I'm not telling you Rich McKay's giving away game plans. Here's what I think is going to happen. Me. This is just me. All that stuff's got to be settled. Some of it might be okay with Bill. Some of it better be okay with Bill. Whether you have to write it down or not, you are not going to have open-ended. There's not going to be loose ends. I think Rich McKay's going to get a new title. Here's how I see it. We were there at the thing. Uh, he reports to me and he reports to me. You think Bill Belichick is asking Rich Mc- I'm not telling you they can't have a nice relationship. You know what his report to Rich McKay is? Final score on Sunday, 28-14.
1: There it is. How's he going to feel about those Monday meetings, Bill Belichick? It's not happening. I mean, I can't see him sitting there listening to Arthur Blank and Rich McKay. And maybe Terry Fontenot. I don't see that happening either. You're absolutely right. So everything has to be predetermined. This is the way it is going to be. Nothing will be settled in a couple of weeks from now. How often does the
2: general manager speak if he's a general manager in title? I think Rich McKay is going to get another title. If Bill Belichick's the coach here, could be right. I think he's getting another title. All right, when we come back... Oh, oh hold on. Yeah. I got, this is such a big event, they might work the big room at Flowery Branch. Really? A, yeah. So never mind the foundation. I'm leaving two seats open for the spirit of Lenny Pasquarelli and Furman Bishop. Gotcha. Jennifer Valdez is probably going to be there. I mean, this is going to... Christine Palera-Newton so, from of, Atlanta Live is going to... Atlanta & Company is going to be... A lot of pomp
1: and is, circumstance.
2: They're going to cut into Kelly Clarkson. They're going to carry this live. Steve Weiss is going to be there. Dan Rossini is going to be there. Arthur, again, might cater it. He's always
1: been a good host. He wanted the big splash. You'll get the big splash then in that regard sometime probably early next week. It could be the last issue for the Braves to settle with spring training right around the bend. We'll talk about that next here on your home of the Braves. Domino and Cellini,
0: the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon, or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth.
4: A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on.